find Carte Blanche, the podcast, with new episodes uploaded weekdays on all major podcast platforms. Unique stories, unique perspectives, wherever you go. Cape Town, the center of the country's tourism sector and a playground for local and international visitors. But is it becoming a sunny place for shady people? The murder of multiple Bulgarian nationals in Leafy Constantia in May this year has raised flags about the mother of all criminal empires being run from the mother city. At its center are violent Eastern European cartels. Aaron Bates walked the manicured streets of Cape Town's southern suburbs to find out more. On the 25th of May this year, four people were murdered in a quiet street in Constantia in the Cape. It was raining, so nobody heard the gunshots. The victims were Bulgarian businessman Krasimir Kamenov, his wife, their au pair, and the bodyguard. They were bound and shot with a 9mm pistol in their home, leaving behind three orphan children and many questions. This is the first time I've heard of something like that in the Constantia area. And as the riddle of the Kamenov murders spread, so it was reported that Krasimir, nicknamed Kuro, had in fact been a fugitive of justice, wanted for murder in Bulgaria, with a long-standing reputation for criminality. Emil Langenwürfen is the local councillor. The gates were rammed from the inside out and um, a quick getaway was made. There are approximately 15 cameras on the perimeter of this building, which means that there should be a lot of footage of this. Not for lack of trying, but no new information has been given to me um, since that day. Our investigation began with four murders at number 11 Evergreen Lane. But the backstories of those victims pointed us to the scenes of other crimes, drug labs, cocaine ships, and scam companies. And then, ultimately, to Bulgaria, a country as much plagued by vice as South Africa. For more than a decade, the Kamenov family lived a champagne lifestyle behind high walls. Neighbors, all of whom refused to go on camera, said they lived quietly and kept to themselves. The family's secretive lifestyle was accepted by this well-heeled community. People used to come there to train in martial arts from time to time, but the Kamenovs were rarely seen. So we were interested in talking to the man when he emerged from the house while we were filming, but he made a quick getaway. Sir? And then he came back with a companion. Isn't it scary being on the property after the murders that happened here? Not going, not going. Please, we'd love to do an interview with you about what's happened and Thank understand you. your you. problem. Please. Yeah. The Kamenovs had left few footprints in their adopted country. But Mrs. Gergana Kamenov, a former Miss Universe Bulgaria, had been busy on Instagram, selling luxury jewelry from the Kamenov collection to members of her social media following. For Times Live investigative journalist Aron Heyman, the quadruple murder was one more piece in a disturbing puzzle of Bulgarian mafia activity, on which he had been reporting for years. 
Aron had amassed enough information to record a podcast series called The Cape of Cocaine. Production by Arena Holdings, which investigates the growing reach of the Bulgarian Mafia's cocaine routes into South Africa. We basically uncovered a network operating in South Africa and more specifically in Cape Town, a network of Bulgarian nationals. There are some South Africans and uh, Serbians um, that are also involved. As part of his investigation, Aron had phoned Krasimir Kamenov a year ago to find out whether he had been involved in a credit card fraud syndicate. You've never been arrested in connection with any crimes in South Africa? Never. Okay. That's why I'm telling you, my friends, this guy who you want to write with, they're very low-class guys, I don't know. One of these low-class guys was an expatriate Bulgarian who lived five kilometers away from the Kamenovs. He was murdered execution-style in his home. Kamenov's South African identity document was found on the victim's computer. In 2018, the community in Bergfried was shocked to learn that a husband and wife, both Bulgarian nationals, had been shot dead in their home in what appeared to be a professional hit. Angelo Dimov had been in trouble with the law for credit card fraud, and no one has been arrested for the crimes. A close friend of Angelo Dimov's wife told us that Nessie, as she was known, was a cake baker much loved by her community. Maybe she had a premonition. The last birthday cake she made to order was called The Assassin. Sugar for sale and death for the baker. A largish amount of Mandrax tablets were found in a garden shed in the property. The style of execution, it seemed very professional to me in comparison to what was happening in Cape Town at the time. In Aron's phone call to the Kamenovs, they admitted to knowing the Dimov family, but Krasimir trashed his acquaintance as a petty criminal beneath his social status. Kamenov's wife then took the phone. Uh, why I'm uh, getting upset is because we came in this country to have a peaceful life. Yeah. We have three kids. I have my very nice local friends. And like being involved in something like this, I start to be upset. You know, it's a, we have a huge business overseas. And now, all of a sudden, someone calling to trying to sort out or build the puzzle for the criminals and people dealing with cocaine. In between the murders in 2018 and 2023, the police made a breakthrough. Two years ago, a task team seized a vessel, the Windward, in Saldana on the west coast. It was carrying almost a ton of cocaine, worth 580 million rand on the street. It was the second largest cocaine bust in South African history. They found all four of the Bulgarian members who they knew were involved in the planning. They also found these guys breaking open the cases, which they might have struggled to find with sniffer dogs because the cocaine was wrapped in thick plastic and then encased in concrete. The subsequent court case revealed a tight operation. Bulgarian criminals loaded with millions in cash working the loopholes in South African law and exploiting the growing gaps in compliance. The convicted drug smugglers had illegally obtained entry into South Africa through forged documents and fraudulent identities. The first crime that each of these people commit when coming to South Africa 
is defrauding home affairs. The first thing they do is they go and make sure that they covered in terms of ID documents, passports, anything like that. One of the people arrested in the drug bust had been picked up by police in 2014 after what seemed to have been a botched attempt to build a drug lab in a Durbanville gated estate. The police had confiscated millions of rands in cash found on that property and cars as proceeds of crime, but the Bulgarian criminal had slipped away. They were using hazmat suits trying to turn a garage into sort of a mandrax production facility. They basically dug out a channel in the floor and they were installing all sorts of fixtures for like a lab. Then, in early May this year, a fortnight before the murder of Kuro Kamenov, the Bulgarian president visited South Africa to strengthen ties between the two countries. It was low-key, but President Rumen Radev had a tete-a-tete -tete with President Cyril Ramaphosa. It was not clear if they discussed organized crime, says veteran Bulgarian journalist Asen Ivanov. So in uh, South Africa, there was a big uh, society of Bulgarians who lived in Cape Town and some of the other towns. And you know very well that when someone is uh, missing here in Bulgaria or disappearing, and we expect him or her to show his, herself or himself somewhere in South Africa. Or Dubai, of course, you know, Dubai is the other comfortable place to stay for a Bulgarian cook. It's often left to journalists working across newsrooms to join the dots in international crime investigations. Kamenov's murder was one of those inflection points. I worked maybe 15, 17 years like a crime reporter and Kuru always was one of the famous names in the Bulgarian underground. When I heard that uh, some rumors about his death, it was big news. Two weeks before the murders, Kamenov was named in a media conference by Bulgaria's then chief prosecutor as a wanted man who, among other criminal acts, had been stoking political violence in Bulgaria. In terms of um, the allegations around Kamenov and his business dealings and how he came into his own money, what do you know? He had a business with the car parkings. He had the biggest uh, fruit and vegetable market uh, in, in Sofia, the capital of Bulgaria. Also, there was a rumor and information that he was on the top of some kind of drug trafficking and trafficking of uh, weapons or people. Many South African detectives who were dedicated to investigating organized crime have retired, leaving the country exposed to groups setting up global criminal trade routes. And Cape Town is en route to everywhere. There's a regular stream of containers in and out of the entrance to Cape Town's port. Their evidence of the extent to which South Africa's harbors are trade nodes for goods shipped all around the world. Dry foods, fresh fruit and vegetables, wine, household and luxury goods. And when nobody's looking, drugs and contraband. Shipping containers are an obvious choice for smugglers, according to the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime. Ruggiero Scaturo analyzes how contraband travels globally from source to destination. 
more than 80 uh, percent of the world trade is shipped by containers but and according to the NODC estimates only two to four percent of these containers are physically checked and inspected together with the extraordinary number of seizures of illicit drugs found concealed in containers of course raise questions regarding the level of infiltration that drug traffickers have reached in the global supply chain via containerized cargo and of course the opportunities that the latter offers at the many stages of, of, this, of the shipping routes. Kamenov's murder and the 2021 cocaine bust have added to the information about how syndicates are operating in South Africa. And this somehow also gives an understanding of the extent of Bulgarians' power in, 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 in South Africa, also their possibility to rely on, on local networks and to move cocaine to and through uh, South Africa in a relatively uh, free manner. In the course of our investigation, one Bulgarian name surfaced, Jivko Libchev Ivanov. He's been in business in South Africa for at least 20 years. He owns Stilettos, a strip club in downtown Cape Town. It's a district notorious for turf wars between crime bosses and their club bouncers. Ivanov has had brushes with the law over time, but no convictions. We tracked him down to find out what he made of the story of the Bulgarian Mafia. What sort of time, is, if he does come in, what sort of time is he usually here? Well, he comes to... In and out. Okay, no worries. Both Jivko Ivanov and his lawyer phoned us back with denials of any involvement in crime or business deals with Krasimir Kamenov. But they had been family friends. Two other Eastern Europeans on the run are reportedly hiding out in South Africa, alleged to be Kamenov's former bodyguards. A month has passed since the Kamenovs were killed with no word of arrests. What is the consequence of not making a fuss about something like this, of not calling our police to account, our politicians, and just neglecting any consequence management for these kinds of hits? Well, the problem is that when you have Bulgarians killing each other in a foreign country, it is probably already too late. It's symptomatic of the fact that they are already very well integrated into, into South African society. Drug smuggling, human trafficking and murder. A dangerous trifecta of criminality. It seems the Western Cape is becoming an attractive destination for foreign criminals intent on growing a global cocaine empire. Thanks for listening. Why not share Carte Blanche, the podcast, with family and friends, even those living overseas? They can find us on Spotify and all major platforms.